time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome back in to Mining Stock Daily. This is Trevor Hall. Hope all of our friends up in Canada had a wonderful holiday yesterday. We're happy to be back recording in the studio this morning. Gold was up again yesterday, rising $7.80 from Friday. The yellow dog has risen 12 out of the 16 days since the beginning of May. The Mining Stock Journal points out that since the double bottom test of 1680 at the end of March, gold has risen 12.1%. This is a double the performance of the S&P 500, which is up 6% over the same period of time. Similarly, silver, which rose 42 cents on Monday, has jumped 16.3% since the end of March. And the mining stocks have outperformed gold, silver, and the S&P 500, with GDX up 23.2% since the end of March. The Mining Stock Journal said that while it expects gold to be well over $1,900 before the end of the summer, it would not be surprised if the precious metals sector trades sideways for a couple weeks while it digests the impressive move above the last two months. This week is COMEX Options expiration and first notice day for the June Gold Futures contract. Typically, gold and silver are subjected to a heavy dose of price capping as COMEX market makers seek to discourage the hedge funds and other buy-side pools of capital from taking delivery of the underlying metal. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a second, but a mention of today's sponsor first. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Rio2. Rio2 is advancing the Phoenix Gold Project in Chile, the largest undeveloped gold heap leach project in the Americas. Phoenix consists of 5 million ounces in the measured and indicated resource category and 1.4 million ounces in the inferred resource category. With a robust PFS in place, Phoenix is set up for fast-tracked construction and production. You can find a list of project and company information on their website, rio2.com. All right, and here's what you need to know this morning. Meridian Mining have reported the next batch of assays returned from its ongoing 10,000-meter resource delineation program at the Cabasol Copper Gold Camp Scale VMS project in Mato Grosso, Brazil. Holes 5 through 9 were reported today and have returned significant intervals of grades of copper, gold, and silver mineralization across the outside of the limits of the historical Cabasol mine. Results included 66.1 meters of 1.1% copper equivalent, 30.7 meters of 1.3% copper equivalent, and 17 meters of 2.4% copper equivalent. Meridian's drill results, mapping, and borehole electromagnetic surveys completed to date have confirmed the significant thickness of copper gold mineralization extend approximately 400 meters northeast-southwest, while the historical selective underground workings have a 650-meter northwest-southeast extent. The mineralization is considered open. Meridian Mining trades on the TSX Venture with MNO. District Metals reported assay results from the first three drill holes of the company's maiden drill program on the Tom Tebow property this morning. Tom Tebow is located in the Bergeslagen Mining District of Sweden. 
The company says they have successfully encountered significant semi-massive to massive polymetallic sulfides. Results included 8.2 meters of 10.3% zinc, 4.5% lead, 66.2 grams per ton silver, 1.7 grams per ton gold, and 0.08% copper. There is a 12.5 meter interval of 148 grams per ton silver, 2.1% zinc, 2.2% lead, 2.2 grams per ton gold, and 0.04% copper, and 14.8 meters of 82.4 grams per ton silver, 3.2% zinc, 1.4% lead, 0.2 grams per ton gold, and 0.02% copper. The company noted that hole 1 was significant because it displayed a style of massive sulfide lens which has the potential to comprise a large volume of high-grade polymetallic sulfide. District Metals trades on the TSX Venture with DMX. Montage Gold shared the results of the preliminary economic assessment from the Kone Gold project in Cote d'Ivoire. The study highlights an 11 million tons per annum operation, producing 3 million ounces of gold over a 14.7 year mine life. The company reports a $652 million after tax NPV and a 31% IRR at base case of $1,600 gold. The life of mine all in sustaining cost is estimated to be around $975 per payable ounce. Pre-production capital require approximately $490 million. The company noted it is fully funded to complete a feasibility study on the project with its ongoing 55,000 meter drill program. Montage Gold trades on the TSX Venture with MAU and on the OTCPK with MAUTF. Revival Gold announced drilling has resumed on the high-grade Joss target at the company's Bear Track Arnett Gold project located in Idaho. Approximately 2,500 meters of core drilling in five holes are planned this summer at Joss. Drilling will focus on continuing to define and expand on the one-kilometer trend of gold mineralization with underground mining potential. Potential underground mineable material at Beartrek Arnett offers the possibility to supplement open pit mill material to produce a similar but greater quantity of gold at a lower rate of mill throughput. Joss has the added advantage of being centrally located close to existing open pit resources and infrastructure at the project. Revival Gold trades on the TSX Venture with RVG and on the OTCQX with RVLGF. And once again, First Cobalt has extended their land package in Idaho. This is the second time in the past month this type of news has been published by the company. They announced an earn-in agreement with Phoenix Copper Limited for 224 hectares of the prop of property, expanding its land position to over 1,800 hectares, covering the strike extent of strata hosting mineralization. Geophysical surveys will be conducted at Ruby and within the Red Castle property to test the cobalt and copper mineralization extensions. First cobalt trades on the TSX Venture with FCC and on the OTCQX with FTSSF. Manning Ventures has also increased its land position. The company announced it has entered into a property purchase agreement for the Broken Lake, Heart Lake, and Hydro properties located in Quebec and consists of 180 mineral claims totaling 9,500 hectares. 
The new properties represent priority early stage exploration opportunities with positive historical drill hole and rock sample results that have established the presence of iron formations. Manning Ventures trades on the CSE with MANN. Defiant Silver announced that due to significant demand, the company has increased the size of its previously announced private placement with Red Cloud Securities to sell up to just over 12 million units of the company at a price of 90 cents Canadian per unit for gross proceeds of $11.5 million. Each unit will be comprised of one common share of the company and one half of one common share purchase warrant. Defiant Silver trades on the TSX Venture with DEF. And finally, New Gold announced that the Mines Act permit enabling mining of the B3 zone of the new AFTA mine was issued by the Ministry of Energy, Mines, and Low Carbon Innovation. With the receipt of the B3 permit, ore extraction activities will begin this quarter and ramp up over the year. C-Zone development continues to advance with C-Zone extraction expected to begin in the second half of 2023. New gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE with NGD. That's it for the news briefing this morning. We'll be back later today with some more news and interviews. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.